What's going on, guys? It's your host, Josh, with my co-host here, KG. KG in the house. <laughs> We're going to make this a thing. So, um, Kyle has no idea what this episode's about. I don't. He just started filming. I'm like, I'm going to edit this new one, and he just pressed the on button, so here we are. So, we, um, I'm sure you've noticed last Thursday, we were a few minutes behind with the upload, aka we got it up about, I think, probably 2 p.m. or so. Yeah. Maybe a little after 1. So, we're going to get ahead. We're going to get ahead once again. This is going to be our third one, and without even knowing what this is about, let's just talk about what interests us in fitness right now. Anything. What interests us? I just think it's kind of fun. I mean, whatever you like, Whatever you've been thinking, reading about, researching, more than happy to hear. I think let's just have just some uh, good discussion, pop it up, and boom, bada, bing. Honestly, to, ever since yesterday, we were filming a video, and I realized I can't do a pistol squat right now. Mm. I used to like I used to be one of the most athletic Explain guys. Explain what it is. So a pistol squat know. is technically a squat where you're just you're on one foot, your other leg is out straight. And you have to squat using just your one leg. So that takes a tremendous amount of strength and balance and core strength and all of that stuff. And I've been thinking over the last day how much I miss like trying to find new exercises that just extremely challenge me and like starting to work towards that. Because back like when I was like a beginner, I'd say, oh my God, this exercise is cool. Lately, I've been sticking more to the basics. So right now mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I haven't, I haven't even implemented yet, but like it's been on my mind ever since yesterday. That's just been really kind of firing me up and keeping me uh keeping me on my toes so i'm looking forward to seeing what i can do from now on yeah i like that and me and kyle have been trying to spice it up we uh we've implemented a full body day which is something i've never done before and that's been a lot of fun you know like a lot of tire flips sled pushes and even those towel farmers walks which are absolutely nasty and we should even look maybe because we have to rewrite our programming for that get some weird things in there like pistol squats other fun things and that's the thing in fitness you got to keep challenging yourself right yeah. and find new things make it fun spice it up even we film five cool medicine ball um alternative exercises and a lot of them are actually really fun that we haven't utilized yeah. personally too much but yeah that that's a really good one another big i guess talking point for us has been uh, athletic shoes Right? Yeah. So Kyle just got, what kind of shoes do you get? Uh, Adidas 24-7s, so they're like... Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, they're they're meant to be, you know, comfortable 24-7. <laughs> they look nice, and I mean, so me and... This is the debate we've had. Not a debate, sorry. For me, I'm so sick of paying $200, $300 for shoes that are kind of weird looking, kind of nice, and they're not too practical. Like, the shoe game has gotten kind of ridiculous lately. Like, I'm curious to hear what everyone else thinks, but... It's become so hype and so random. I kind of just want cheap, normal black shoes at this yeah. point. I, I don't can't say I, I enjoy sneakers like I used to. You know, before there used yeah. to be like a few that were so cool, but now it just seems like you're paying like six hundred bucks. You know, you get Yeezys and then people wearing them yeah. in the gym, and you're like, this is not solid for what you do. No, right? it's funny. And then something is is in style for like the shortest amount of time. Like you know, Addy Powers were once huge. I mean, sorry, not Addy Powers. What are yours? Uh, uh, Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost, and they're nice, but yeah. It's... And then there's the NMD phase, and like when I went to the Adidas store, I saw everyone just like all over them, and I'm like, what is the big hype about I, this? I don't <laughs> like the NMDs. I have the Ultra Boost, but I also 
They're very comfortable and they're nice shoes. I don't know how we got on shoes, but we did. Yeah, whatever. Fitness related, right? Is, I'm sure people enjoy this. If you're thinking of getting Ultra Boost, I wouldn't recommend it personally because they're really comfy and fluffy, but they're useless. Like, there's hardly any support. And at the end of the day, like, you want shoes that are really good for what you do. And here's the other thing, too. I guess a lot of people don't know that shoes have purposes in the gym. And that's something, like, a lot of my clients know. So if you're deadlifting and running shoes, yeah. you're probably going to want to stop that take the shoe off. Same with squatting. So yeah. the main reason with running shoes for deadlifts is you're basically lifting your hips up and pushing your body weight and center of gravity forward. Whereas with deadlifts, you want a straight lift, and we're kind of engaging from there. So if you're already forward, it's going to cause you to misgroove, keep the bar in front of you and it just it can be really negative and furthermore you you have to lift the bar that much higher because you're elevating yourself off the floor which is puts you at a disadvantage instantly so an easy fix to that is to go socks or bare feet for the deadlift and if you haven't done this try this it'll make a world of difference now flat shoes are also fantastic you can get straight up deadlifting shoes like sabo deadlifts that's what i'm using um converses are very popular um some people use vans but shoes for utility are so important right like if a runner were trying to run in yeezys they'd get destroyed in a marathon right like there's a reason they buy a shoe for that reason and that's just the same with anything like even cross trainers you know for grip or even we do a lot of sled pushes here and with our clients and it's interesting to see how important a shoe can be to hold up, you know, to kind of get it yeah. done. Yeah, some of them are just way too slippery and, you know, you can't even... Even t- yeah. uh, talk squatting. Yeah, squatting. So Stances like, and everything. There's so many different things. And even uh, going back to the running shoe thing, I see so many people like squatting with running shoes. The issue is it's like if you've ever squatted or stood on a mattress, that's pretty much like the same thing. And it's just, there's so many, you know, negative things relating to doing that. So you want to like either use a powerlifting shoe or a flash shoe or something like that. There's just uh, lots of things to think about, even though it's just a shoe, Yeah, you know, and buy <laughs> shoes that fit you. That's the last rant. Even seeing a lot of clients that come in with shoes that are way too big, like a size or two, too big. I don't know why. Like, especially a lot of guys, they want to be a bigger shoe size than they are for some reason. And it completely throws off your balance, your ability to move. You know, you're dragging your feet more. And you're just it puts you at a disadvantage instantly. So it's yeah. just so much better to buy something that fits. So I guess that's another interesting point. There's uh, another thing, basically. Um, we just... Actually, by now, we must have uploaded it. It's just about uh, shoulder impingement. It's a bunch of, bunch of things that you guys can do. If anyone ever has any shoulder pain, mm. for me, it's been on my mind. Um, basically, I'd gotten a massage like last week, and you know, uh, it, it was confirmed that I do have shoulder impingement. I, I was uh, taught some exercises to do, even through doing research. So lately, each morning, whenever I have 10 to 15 minutes, I've just been going through that. And I think it's a good way to start the day. Like some people can exercise, some people will do mobility, some people will even walk on a treadmill for 10 minutes. But for me lately, it's just been trying to fix an issue that if I don't fix it now, longer term, it's just going to lead to so many negative effects in, uh, in my physique and just in uh, my overall health. So that's something I've been trying to learn, like different exercises to show you guys and also just to be able to help out myself. So that's another uh, another great question I got was um, one of my clients said, "So do all powerlifters not care about their health?" Oh yeah, <laughs> right. So I guess she she's seen a few different types of powerlifters, and that kind of brought upon this question. And this made me think. There's something that a lot of people probably think about, and even in general, you know, you you kind of box in each demographic 
to your understanding of it. So, for instance, off the top of my head, CrossFit, you think crazy people that run around in circles and jerk around weights while throwing their backs. Yeah. Bodybuilders, I mean, in in the worst context, but bodybuilders, you think, oh, a big, dumb person yeah. who just eats, takes steroids, eats broccoli, eats yeah. chicken, and um, believes in old-school training methods. Powerlifters, you think of someone who's just really overweight, no care, concern for the nutrition, cardio, or any general health and they just want to be as strong as possible so and yes these do have some merit but usually that's not the case and i think a lot of people are scared to get into a demographic because they think it's going to sandbox them into becoming that Mm -hmm. and the thing is like everyone most generally is completely different so powerlifters for the most part are very competitive individuals who are very um in tune with their nutrition and not all of them are 300 pounds with a beard or something right like (laughs) you get a lot of 80 pound girls, 100 pound girls, smaller guys, big guys, everything. Like, it's just powerlifter is someone who actively seeks to be as strong as possible. And the most intelligent way to do that is be by being very on control with your lifestyle, nutrition, everything. So a really talented powerlifter can be as dialed in as a bodybuilder. They just don't need to be that lean. So mm-hmm. you can do that with more food and use the food utility to be stronger. So that's an interesting thing, too. And like CrossFit, at its core, I think CrossFit is amazing. Yeah, if too. you need a quick workout, you have a good form and you can go through the motions. The issue is it gets short-sighted by some of the, the nonsense and the competitiveness behind it of you know people trying to compete where they shouldn't be or pushing themselves past their comfort to where form slips and you get injured for a long time. Same with bodybuilding. Not every A lot of bodybuilders are insanely intelligent, gifted people that work really hard or based on new age science and whatnot. And it just made me think that a lot of people probably, once again, they kind of box in their views of each little demographic of people. And I mean, it's worth to explore it and, you know, play with things. You don't need to subscribe to one side of fitness. You know, everyone's different. And most of the communities are very welcoming, friendly, and fun. And that's just a little thing for yeah. people that were a little confused about that. Yeah, and especially if you're someone that's like, I guess, you know, scared to jump into a certain a certain group. Like, you know, try to be as open-minded as you can because most people really are friendly. Like, even powerlifting, I remember I used to think like, oh man, like you have to be, you know, absolutely huge and, uh, you know, similar to the description Josh was talking about. And then once we got into it, everyone was super friendly. They're cheering for each other. You know, we're all just trying to work on our, uh, our strength and just be the the best person we can be and the strongest person we can be so you know fitness is great uh, a lot of people will ask like what are your thoughts on this what are your thoughts on that and I think as long as someone's putting in work and you know living a, a healthy lifestyle and, and doing what they enjoy like I respect it so and then I guess last question since I have a good chunk of uh, clients with stuff going on a couple of physique competitions a couple powerlifting meets uh, my boy and Jacob. It, it just made me think even um, so yeah even Jacob my one client the reason this kind of made me think is he asked me probably about if you're listening he's, he's a beauty but he asked me like 15 questions because he just did a powerlifting meet and he's saying he wants to try physique what were my thoughts on it because I've done both and uh, that's a good question like should you compete with what you want to do so I don't think we've talked about this I don't think we have oh, so I think cool. this is a good title right here right yeah is should you compete is it worth it what not so my general 
thing I say to people is I definitely, if you really want to compete, you have that bug, do powerlifting. So powerlifting is going to be about $100 for your membership fee. Um, basically, you go in there, it's a day, it's a great little community, and it's you versus you. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a competition, but most people don't care. They just want to hit their numbers, get PRs, you know, everyone's generally really friendly. It's a really positive, kind of warm environment, and it's very black and white. Either you get your lifts, you do it with the right form, the right pause, the right tempo, or you don't, and then that's that. Um, now, we've also done a physique meet, and I've, I find it's very different. So I even, I've had a lot of girls that have done shows and whatnot, and it's just the, the whole premise of it is kind of dark, right? Like you're taking people that have worked so hard, they've actively built their best body, then they hop up on a stage, like almost buck naked. And then some people say, like, you look good, you look like crap, you look good. And it's like crazy competitive, too. Like, it's very political and interesting. Saying so, I know people have had great, um, great uh, experiences with it. But that was kind of my take, and that's why I preferred and recommended that. And I'd really challenge why you want to compete. If you really like the show, you're a competitive person, you think you have great physique, do it 100%. Try it, say you've done it. But I think a lot of people think they're going to go in and they're going to get some affirmation that they're in great shape or they look good or whatever by having to do this meet. When in reality, you can always do a great diet, book a photo shoot, something like that. And that's a ton of fun. Really document your journey and have the benefit from doing that first and then i would recommend going into a bodybuilding physique bikini whatever whatever it may be show because even those are incredibly expensive a lot of people don't understand so your tan is like what 200 bucks oh, 100 yeah. bucks or something yeah uh you have to pay the membership fee for the year the membership fee for the meet there's another 300 bucks posing coaches you need, yeah you need posing coaches yeah. usually and that's probably about 40 to 50 an hour yeah depending <laughs> on where you go unless yeah. Unless it's like us, and here's our honest experience. So we did it with our local fed. Everyone said, use this guy. Yeah. Uh, we won't name him because we won't throw him under the bus, even though he probably should be thrown yeah. under the bus. Yeah. Um, it was in the Ontario Physique Association, so if you know what that is, you'll know who it is. But he, everyone said, you have to post with him. He's probably going to be a judge. He'll help you out so much. Yeah. And so this I'm, is, yeah, go, keep going. Okay, I'll say so, it after. So me and Kyle go. It's an hour, okay? Uh, we, we're doing it. And then, like, I think literally he was with us 10 minutes and yeah. he went and was talking to some girl for the next yeah. 20 saying, practice this. And it was like, it was hardly any help. And I think it got cut short. Maybe it was yeah. 40 minutes or something. He gave us the same routine. Yeah. And then at the end, he, he walks up to us and he claps his hands together like this and he goes, all right, that'll be 150 bucks each. Yeah. And me and Kyle were dumbfounded. <laughs> you you know? said 150 and we're like, yeah. okay, so we 75 each. Yeah. Even and, still, that's and crazy. He goes, each. Yeah. Can you transfer it to me tonight? And we're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, this was not told beforehand. You know, we were broker students. And had he given great instruction, I'd believe it's worth it. And then on the inverse, though, and it really depends where you go because was his name Darnell? Darnell Williams, yeah, he was Darnell good. Williams yeah. was his name. He, he was, was good. fantastic. I think we paid 20, 20 each, each yeah. maybe, for a crisp hour. And he yeah. helped so much. Like, he really gave some good instruction there but i mean in retrospect i think we both could have done a lot better had we invested more time in the posing yeah and uh another thing was so you know he charges that 150 there was a lot of people because he was a judge who would continue to pay that and just kind yeah. of 
pay their way through so then the second they step on stage knowing he's a judge, even if they've never lifted a day in their life and there was a 16 year old who looked like that, who did his posing, happens to win. So for me, it's just, it wasn't the greatest experience in terms of just, you know, I was happy with like the package I came in with, but just the overall atmosphere and the cut eye from everyone else and the judgments and stuff like that. It wasn't even in the back. It's just weird. You know, you go back there, (laughs) everyone's there, like all tanned up, you know, kind of staring at each other. These are people that are just so beaten down and you have to diet so hard. And even for women, especially, it's really rough on your body, right? Like a lot of women who have been in the bikini circuit for a while have some serious, like eating disorders, health issues. You know, you can lose your ability to like get your period, like a lot of very severe repercussions Mm -hmm. for this short stage time. And then from that, a lot of people will binge out after. So these are obviously a lot of the negatives of it. You can do it more intelligently and do it safely, but you definitely want to make sure you go the right route for everything. Or like, I know a lot of people that have invested like three, four grand and they just, they look horrible by Mm -hmm. the end of it and they feel horrible and they're just a real mess. So the positive experience for me, I'd say now that I think of it, I've never thought of it this way was uh i'd always struggled with like let's say staying on track or just like that's true having something to stick to so the second i committed to it was the first day first time i'd ever fully stuck to a diet yeah it was both of our first big cuts yeah, ever like, learned a lot about myself and from there i was like okay you know i can i can get this lean i can i can look like this and uh it was a big excuse when like friends would say all right let's go drinking or let's go and have this it's like nope i've got a competition but if you're just like looking for daily health and stuff it's it's a lot easier to give in but when you have that stage date set it, uh, especially when you know yeah. you're going to be up there just in shorts closing yeah. it out so it it is great but i would just really think do i yeah. want to do yeah, this do i want <laughs> and if you if with everything you've heard like our little scared straight you say yes i do go for it but i think anyone no matter who you are should try a powerlifting meet at some time yeah uh, just work on your strength go and hit numbers for yourself get that competitive kind of fun little atmosphere and it's it's a great time but that's that's kind of my takeaway. This was our little random. Anything to add? No, that was uh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> fun little series. We'll call it the what we're thinking fitness wise or yeah. something. Just what's on our mind. Sometimes we'll come up even with things like an article we read or just because we're always trying to learn and invest in ourselves, so that Ooh. way we can invest in our clients. So you know, we'll watch a lot of videos, listen to podcasts, and uh, just try to grow there. So we always have different things flowing, you know. So yeah, this was the first episode of the womb, as Kyle womb? says. Is that, oh, what's on our mind? Okay. Womb. Womb. <laughs> Probably won't call it that. Yeah. But yeah, that's a great way of saying it. What's on our mind? This is kind of a fun little episode. It ended up being a little long, but I think there's something to learn from here, a little discussion, everything from shoes to physique shows and everything. So you want to wrap it up? And that's it, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this. I wasn't even expecting this because Josh just kind of pulled oh, it yeah, out. Threw and threw it uh, in. I even started filming in. the first one while he's in the bathroom. Yeah, he's just a freaking committer, this guy. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Um, you know, we're putting out at least two episodes a week. And uh, we're putting in, you know, oh, this is 20 minutes of our time right here. And we're not getting anything out of it uh, except the uh, fulfillment of reaching out to all of you guys. So please make sure to leave a review, uh, subscribe to our podcast if you are uh, are new and haven't uh, you know heard of us yet, or if you haven't hit that subscribe button and uh, share it with a friend. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out. KG. KG.